0: It's your girl Alma Acop, a.k.a. a voice to be reckoned with. And I am so excited to finally be recording a podcast. Um, What we're going to call this series is I Know, You Know, We Know. And it's basically just going to be a series where we'll be able to share the skills that we have with each other without outsourcing it from anyone else, you know, um, or anything like that, because I feel like we really do already possess the knowledge that we need and we just need to be able to share it with each other. So I am so excited that you are going to be on this journey with me and yeah let's let's kick it away so i've been a voiceover artist for just over a year now and i'm just gonna do like a very quick summary of my voiceover journey and then yeah i'm gonna head into answering all the questions So my public speaking career started long before my voiceover journey. I've been doing public speaking since I was probably born and could speak. I used to call all the neighbors' kids over when I was younger and pretend to be their teacher just so that I could hear myself speak. Um, And even though I'm from a very West African background where it's like moda and fada, I used to say mother and father from when I can (laughs) remember just to work on my enunciation. So I've been a public speaker for a very long time. And there is a big difference between public speaking speaking and doing voiceovers and that's just something that we need to take a note of just because you're good at public speaking does not necessarily mean that you'll automatically walk into the voiceover world and kick it out of the bag but it is definitely something that would help you and would assist you but that also being said if you've never done public speaking I promise you you've got the exact same chance as us public speakers. So the way I got into the voiceover journey is I was a member of Enactus UP which is basically an organization for entrepreneurial students who go into the community and find ways to improve it by entrepreneurial action and creating business ideas. And Enactus has a national competition every year. And in that national competition, there's a presenting team where you basically present the projects and the businesses that you've come up with and the amount of money that you've made. And it has all the universities in South Africa represented. So I was one of the speakers. I was one of the national speakers for Enactus UP. And I got there, did my presentation did the speech with the team knocked it out of the park and afterwards someone approached me and they're like you have such a voice over voice That was the first time I had ever heard anything about a voiceover. I didn't even know what they were. I thought voiceovers were basically manufactured by robots. You know, like those robot automated voices where it's like, at the end of the tone, dial one. But you'll notice that those are actually not even robots. But that's what I thought at the time. And this person told me, but you're from UP. Surely you should know Weza. And you'll find out later in my story, Weza is a voiceover artist. He's one of South Africa's best voiceover artists, if not Africa's best voiceover artists and so i started doing research and i'm like what is this voiceover thing at the time i had just made like a little bit of money from doing some work at the residence that i was staying at so i had two thousand rand in my pocket and i used that to pay for training um so training i was trained by wtg media house which is where's training company that he owns it's an incredible one if you need it you know do the things i'll i'll talk more about it later and send the links and everything through so i got trained with weather and basically training teaches you what voice over artistry is because when you walk into a recording with a company and they say they want a hard sell fast paced soft tone what 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 and you're like huh <laughs> uh, come again um, and so that's what training teaches you training teaches you something like um, let me give you an example of a hard sell um, welcome to okay furniture where you get your furniture for five rand 99 that's right only at okay furniture that's basically a hard sell it's very in your face it's very loud versus a soft sell which would be something like julia's about to get car insurance julia knows that her child would be covered as well if she joins thisinsurance.com, that's a soft sell. So voiceover training basically teaches you the different types of cells that you are going to be doing. So I got trained, and the funniest thing was in my training, the demo that we recorded, that I recorded, was a cow train demo. And I'd always told myself that guys, if I can hear myself on the cow train, I have made it. You know what I mean? And so I got my recordings and I sat down and I'm like, okay now what happens? And that's where a lot of voiceovers currently are. Voiceover artists are currently sitting where they have demos or they have an art and they're like, okay, now what? So what I did, and every voiceover artist's journey is different to the other, but what I did was I went onto Google and I searched voiceover agency and I searched recording agency, I searched acting agency, and I sent 40 emails. I'm not even joking. I literally put my demo there and I sent emails to 40 different people. I didn't know who they were. Some of them responded back to me and they're like, please use the proper procedures. Some responded back and they're like, this is a modeling agency. What? At that time, I didn't care. I just wanted my voice out there. And of the 41 replied. And this one literally replied and he said, Alma, the only reason I'm replying to this is because I received it during my Coffee break, and so I was forced to listen to it because I was bored. But you sound like you have potential, and from there till now, I've been able to do all the different jobs with the companies that you saw on my profile, such as the How Train. Um, and and yeah, so how did I feel when I first got booked? I was oh, I was scared, (laughs) I was terrified because I thought I've been telling myself I'm a voiceover artist, I believe I am. I don't know what the companies think you know like I'm gonna walk in there and this company is going to not know that this is my first job and I need to make them realize that I've been doing this for years and I'm the best they could ever find and so it was a Vodacom advert for something to do with soccer there was a stadium or something and I was recording with this guy who I now find out found out later is an entire celebrity and voiceover world and i get there and he's there already it's like hey i'm like hey you know i'm terrified but i'm not going to show them i'm going to show them that i've been doing this for the longest time so i walk in with a bounce and i'm like hey how are you doing susan right oh nice to meet you susan. i'm elma and she's like oh you're an aunt, i am how long have you been doing this for like a couple of years Ah, the lights and we sat down and we were about to start recording and the funniest thing is we had to do this role play so he was the guy and I was the girl and I was doing you know babe we've been watching rugby for such a long time and then he was like yeah but then it's what what, what, what. and so my first job was not even one of the easy ones it was one of the harder ones but it was awesome I think it took us two takes and it was already done and you walk out of there and he's like oh you're really good you must have been doing this for a long time and i'm like ah oh, mr man said if only you knew so that was my first booking and since then um, i think it was my it took like first four bookings before i got over the nerves and even still now i think when i walk into a studio i have the initial nerves but then when i start speaking and i see their faces i'm like girl you got this so for my journey it took me i i did my training in september and i had my first booking in january which is nothing short of a miracle because there are artists who are waiting who have still been waiting to get booked for about five years now it is not an easy industry so i was i'm very grateful for that miracle so let's head over to the questions is what makes one a voiceover artist and this is a very important question because there's um there's a misconception or a misconstrued idea that voiceover artists are just people who have nice voices <laughs> that can sometimes be true but if you think about acting as the acting skill um voiceover artists need to make you see a scene by just listening to it so it's even harder sometimes than acting because with acting you've got the roles right in front of you and they're telling you what's happening but if it's a voiceover and we're telling you susan's about to get car insurance susan has a daughter who is amy just three years old you know you need to start visualizing susan's life just from our voice so it's 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 a skill it's something that comes with understanding what you're saying understanding the audience understanding what the marketing director wants what the studio engineer wants and there's so many people in studio that you need to get it right um so yeah a voiceover artist is someone who can use their voice to bring stories and words to life yeah uh, second one, how do I start? So this one is the question that was most asked by people um, and how you would start. First of all, passion. Nothing can be achieved unless you have the right passion for it. And I say this now because the journey is not going to be easy. And there's going to be times where you will ask yourself, why am I doing this? And that passion needs to keep driving you. So with passion, you need to want it. Do you want to be a voiceover artist or is it just something that you're not so sure of yet? If you're not so sure of it yet, put it on hold. Work on other things and just keep reminding yourself of it. But when you want to do it, go in and go in big, right? How I started was I researched. So you need to, I always recommend to everyone that you need to get some form of training. Um, I don't know how you're going to get it. There's some resources online. There's some online classes. I'll put the links wherever I post this podcast. There's YouTube videos. And then for me, for example, here in South Africa, there's WTG Media House, which is this training company um, and a whole lot of other training companies, you know that would offer you the skills but you need to get trained because like I said earlier on once you walk into the studio they don't know you as a beginner voiceover artist they know you as an experienced voiceover artist so they know that when you read the script you know what it needs to sound like right um so it's very important to get training once you've been trained there's also a lot of voice over online platforms for you to advertise your voice such as voices.com voice123 um, I can't think of others on spot, but I will put the link down as well, where you can upload your own work and wait for clients. And those places have like overseas clients, which is very fancy because they'll come and want to pay you in euros, you know. And you'll be like, of course, I'll I'll take fifty euros for this job. I'll take a hundred euros, and so those are very profitable, and those are those do work. Um, that being said. Finding jobs is also not easy. It's all about putting yourself out there, and it's all about marketing and branding yourself. So, for example, Weza, when he started off, he started off at the University of Pretoria. He became known as UP's voice. He would do all the MCing for UP. He would, um, you know, his voice became such a such a known voice that. If you were at an event and you heard Wes's voice, you would recommend Wes's voice to your mom's company. Your mom's company, who was used to Wes's voice, would recommend his voice to your aunt's company and things like that. That's how you market yourself. Start with people who know you, even if it means you're doing like free jobs. First of all, you need to get yourself out there. People need to know you. People need to know that this person is a voiceover artist. People need to know what you've done. So sometimes it even requires you to go through famous adverts and just do the scripts and put it on social media. Sorry. Put it on social media. So for example, um, I think it's My Way. My Way. Helping you buy better. Something like that. I can't remember what it is. Um, Or another one would be like T's and C's supply or Colgate, optic white. <laughs> Savannah, it's dry, but you can drink it. Um, and a whole lot of other things that you can think of. There's even some funny ones. I'm trying to think of one of those funeral companies. I can't remember, but you know those adverts you always hear? Do them. Record yourself doing them do a short video of you doing them um, and and then tag the companies if you want. Tag your friends, post them and say, you know, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. And that would be a more profitable way of booking jobs than going out into the deep and trying to find jobs by yourself. Because I personally have not been a freelancer. Well, I'm, I'm a part-time freelancer, but I mean, I've had my agency, which would now, you know, help me get the job so how train comes and they're looking for a middle aged um clear and um commanding voice then my agency would recommend me but as a freelancer i obviously can't text or email car train and be like hey this is me this is what i do just in case you know <laughs> you wanted to use my voice no there's other there's other ways there's facebook facebook always has um people posting about looking for voice over artists and things like that so it really takes research guys <laughs> Next up, would I recommend this career path to others? Yes. If you've got the fortitude, if you've got the grit, if you've got the perseverance, definitely. But understand that it is a very populated industry as well. There are a lot of voiceover artists. There are a lot of us. But that being said, what you have might, be, might not be what someone else has. So, for example, Vernac Voices right now, are probably making more money than me and all the other English artists put together because there's the desire to use um, native languages. There's the desire to advertise products using the language of the person, using the language of the province. Um, and so there's there's a huge demand for artists, voiceover artists who speak in vernac everywhere. I mean, I recently was asked if I could speak French. There's the people looking for Portuguese artists. So you might be joining the voiceover industry as one out of 10,000, but if you're one of the 10 people who speak Portuguese, you're going to bag those jobs and we'll just sit here watching you. So don't allow the numbers of the industry to deter you or to um, make you feel like you're not gonna be good enough. What you have might not be what someone else has and that's what's important. I, for example, I have a, I I can, I can diversify my voice, but not as much as some other people. I mean, if you listen to Weza, when he does his Afrikaans voice, I can't do that. Or if you've got like a speak voice and you're like, yo, 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 hola, 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 it's your girl, Elmer Egg. I don't even know what accent that was, but basically I can't do that. And if you can, then that makes you stand out in the industry. So I definitely would recommend this for others are there different types of voice over artists? And um, to that I would say yes. Like I said in the previous video, I mean, <laughs> like I said earlier on, there are a few different takes so there's the soft sell people there's some people who can do really good hard sells um which is to sell something to get the price out there to say it's five rand 99 and you're only gonna get it today so get it now while stocks last and then there's other people who are more like i'm more like a soft sell person i'm more of an insurance type corporate voice but there's a whole different types of voices that they look for as voiceover artists and like i said there's also vernacular artists so there are different types of voice artists but if you as an individual can diversify yourself to do a lot more different accents and a lot more different arts then you'll stand out also there's different um Jobs that voiceover artists are needed for. There's audiobooks where I, I recently was approached by this Norwegian company that was looking for someone with a West African accent to do one paragraph in their book because it was a girl and she was from West Africa and they needed that paragraph. I said the paragraph, done. So you, there's no specific accent, there's no specific voice, there's no specific language that a voiceover artist must take or must follow. Shh whatever you have if you can use it use it literally if you can speak french there are people looking for french voice over artists out there um there's even animations you know if you think about it, i think beyonce um and, and what's his name I've forgotten, but Beyonce was the highest paid voice over artist last year because of The Lion King. She bagged so much money from that. Um, and so there's animations, there's anime, there's there's says, There's so many different animations that you can find, remove the sound from them, add your own voice and do role play and pretend that it's you and market yourself using that. So there's definitely different platforms to use and definitely different ways to get involved. How much do I get paid? <laughs> <A> whale. <laughs> I, So first of all, South Africa has a PMA rate scale. I will also try to um, upload that wherever it is that I post this. And it has a set payments rating for voiceover artists, which is really interesting. I think they have the same for acting, but it basically tells you there what they would pay you if you did a 30-second radio ad, 30-second TV ad, if it was for the duration of three months, six months, or nine months, if you did it for social media as well, and things like that. But basically, let's just say an estimate for a 30-second radio ad, which will be done for three months, is like starting price 1500 and if you think about it, that's just for 30 seconds. Listen, you walk into a studio, you record for 30 seconds, you walk out with 1,500. Guys, so yeah, payment, I think, for a student, for me, it pays well. There's people who are earning six digits doing voiceovers. I haven't even, I haven't scraped that surface yet, but I'm getting there. Jesus name, amen. But there are people who are... People who have quit their jobs to become voiceover artists full time. People who have bought homes, bought cars. I know this girl who paid off her entire tuition last year from doing voiceovers. So there's money to be made, but you just need to know how to get it. You need to know how to diversify yourself. You need to know how to make yourself stand out. You need to want it. Questions now. Um, one person said, How do I handle my finances? Well, I'm not, I've never been one to like really be a spender. So it's finances have never really been an issue for me. I'm one of those people who I, I earn my own money, but if I want to spend a lot of it and by a lot, I mean over 500 grand, I literally text my mom and I'm like, Hey mom, I see this really cute dress. It's like 500 and something it's 800. I was wondering if I should get it just to get that confirmation. So I've never been a big spender. Um, and I'm doing more saving than anything. If I don't need something, I won't buy it. But at the same time, it's important to treat yourself because you're not making this money. You know, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So if you need to spend, spend, just also save. And then I think this is the last one. Did I ever imagine myself in this position? Not in a million years. I'm not even being dramatic, but I did not, right? When I started this voiceover journey, it was almost like my parents laugh. Because they're very academic people. So they, they always used to refer to it as my extracurricular activity. You know, they just thought, ah, Shem, it's something keeping her busy apart from schoolwork. And now getting to a point where I paid for three months of my rent with voice over money. I paid for my tickets to go back home and here with voice over money. I initially paid for my parents to come for my graduation with voice over money, but grad was canceled. Now they're like, hey, babes, this is no longer a side hustle this is this is actually a job and so i never imagined myself here when i sat and i recorded for the Chow train as a demo not in a million years did i think i would be able to walk into the Chow train and hear myself saying welcome to the how train i did not never i and so i'm just so grateful to god and everything that has happened and questions are what has been your favorite job and what is your dream job my absolute favorite job was recording for a series which i'm not allowed to name but a netflix series and they needed background sounds and there was about 5 of us who were in studio recording and when i say background sounds i literally mean one of them there was a scene which was taking place at a high school playground and so we had to pretend that we were on the playground and we were having like different discussions so i'd be I'd be standing with this guy and he'd be like, Oh, hey, babe, how you doing? And I'm like, Hey, Anna, don't bathe me. When? Now you haven't called me in five days. Nye, 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 nye. And then we'd move to another scene where it was a party. And now we'd have to pretend that we were drunk and say things like, Oh, I can't feel my legs. This is my favorite song. <laughs> and pretend to be drunk voices. There was, this, there was this other scene where someone got arrested and we were like, Ha, 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 you. Yo, 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 yo! Cool off, like a hey, wow, what a hey, wow! And we just—it was so much fun. It was absolutely so much fun. And now, when the the series eventually is released, I'm gonna be able to go there, listen to the background sounds, and be like, "Na that was me. That who ro, that voila, that was my voila. <laughs> that was my favorite job and my dream job is to be the voice of the airports, guys." airport hostesses i want to be the one who says welcome to kinshaka international airport please make sure that you leave no luggage unattended that is going to be me i'm speaking it into existence it is the 15th of april 2020 it will happen it's going to happen i it's we're going there For listening to this guys Thank you so much for coming to this podcast I hope it hasn't been too long Please let me know if I've answered all your questions Um, If you have any other questions Let me know as well And if you have made it this far Then let me let you in on a secret That no one else will know On Friday at 4 o'clock I'm going to be interviewing Weza That guy Um, In my opinion South Africa's best voiceover artist He has voiced everything from Mnet to BBC to DSTV, to Direct, to Cartoon Network, to Discovery Channel, to whatever it is that you can imagine. And I'm going to be having an interview with him just so that he can tell us his story because he started out just like a student, just like yourself. Um, and now he's, yeah, He's one of those six figures ones. So it would be very interesting to hear what he has to say. But that is all from me on your episode of I Know, You Know, We Know. It's your girl, Alma Acob, a.k.a. a voice to be reckoned with. See you guys next time.